The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. And good Monday morning and welcome to another week of Analyze This here on your NPR station or for radio with yours truly Neville James today is the 17th of October I can't can't remember just a couple weeks ago a couple Saturdays back it was October 1 and time is humming that's what Tom they used to tell uh, baseball pitchers when they're feeling good home baby you know what I'm saying yo um Dodgers fans, Pedrito Estrell, Hugo Hodge, all are you. See you next spring. San Diego Padres of all teams, send are you packing? All the Braves fans, Gambush. And of course, the Seattle fans, Gambush. Yankee fans like myself, we, 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 we dangling like a participle, but we got one more chance. I'm going to tease Doug School about that. I believe we got the weather service. I'll lined up. So we'll get back to the baseball talk uh, right after I talk to the weather service. And hopefully we'll talk with uh, Dr. Tai Camille Hunt-Caesar real quickly about uh, preparedness for the winter season with COVID-19. Who am I speaking with with the National Weather Service this morning? Good morning. Buenas. How are you all? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. This this is Cecile? I'm Glorianne. 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 How are you, Glorianne? I'm pretty good working since early morning. Okay, okay, okay. Well, you, you you get home early today, and you can like yes, you can sleep by two o'clock. That's good. Yes. Um, <laughs> how's the weather in San Juan? Our weather in San Juan it's uh, pretty good. It's sunny outside with few clouds, but everything it's uh, uh, good and a perfect morning here in the island. Um, um, it's beautiful up here. I'm sorry. It is beautiful up in the Virgin Islands. It is beautiful. Yes. I mean, I came over. The hilltop this morning, we have high visibility. The the waters are nice and calm. It's, it's like you can skate on it. Um, and it's not that humid this morning. Tell us a little bit about that, because when I no, when I got I, into my car, I saw the night dew on my on my windshield. I was like, wait a minute, things are good. Things are turning. Are we getting away from the humidity? Yeah, and uh, actually, humidity levels are gonna stay like uh, from medium. Medium today are going to be like in the uh, 60 to 70 percent today. And today we're having just a patch of moisture uh, around the Virgin Islands, but those uh, shower activity will be limited this morning. And then in the afternoon, it might be a little bit uh, uh, rainy because of the path of a tropical wave across the islands today. So um, it can be an active afternoon for for St. Croix especially. So we're looking at a, a wave working its way through the region? Yeah, uh, yeah, through today and uh, per, uh, partially tomorrow morning. Okay, okay, so we'll we'll be cool. Um, yeah. What do we tell the Matt? What do we tell the boaters and the beachgoers today? So beach scores are going to have a perfect uh, seas conditions. Seas are going to stay below four feet across the local waters. And there's a moderate risk for the currents around St. Croix and a low risk around St. Thomas and St. John today. Okay, okay. So so basically you're saying that um, we're looking at an, uh, uh, a beautiful day in paradise 
today. Yes, exactly. It's going to be a beautiful day in paradise across the Virgin Islands and as well Puerto Rico. Okay. ¿Y Vieques y Culebra? Vieques and Culebra are having similar conditions today. Um, just three showers in the morning hours and then um, pretty much a partly cloudy skies in the afternoon. What are we looking at for the middle of the week, like Wednesday and Thursday, before we, we call you back so on Friday? So there's a high uncertainty uh, across, especially after uh, Wednesday, due to the uh, position of a high a high pressure in the middle of the Atlantic that can promote uh, uh, fair weather across the islands uh, starting on Wednesday and through the weekend, or it might be a, a low pressure uh, and a trough across in the island. So there's a high uncertainty on the weather-wise uh, uh, starting on Wednesday. Okay, can you uh, can you repeat that real quickly again? Beginning on Wednesday, what we're looking for? Uh, we're looking maybe at a high pressure uh, promoting for weather conditions across the islands, or to a trough and low pressure causing rains uh, across the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico as well. Oh, okay, so good. there's a high uncertainty on that. And we're not looking at any um, Sahara dust this week. No, actually, uh, Saharan dust concentration it's very low to none across the island, so uh, air quality will be good. Air quality be good. Okay, Glory, Glory, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Enjoy, the, enjoy your day. Yeah, that's on Glory, Glory, uh, and down there by the um, the weather service in San Juan. Yeah, today's a beautiful day for real. When I came over the top, right, and I look at the water and I see how glistening it was. I saw, you know, we see the outlines for. The, the islands to the north because I'm here on St. Croix this morning. I might be doing a show from St. Thomas this week, by the way, um, because, you know, I'm, I'm I'm breaking out for a little bit after Friday's show. So I want to. I want to do a, at least one show this week from St. Thomas. So we're working on the logistics for that, right? But um, <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm telling you, man, the visibility is beautiful. I could see the outline for Western St. John and Eastern St. Thomas. Let me just raise up here a little bit. So that's that's beautiful. And uh, we're looking, uh, we're looking at a, a beautiful day in paradise, man. You check. The table talk going to be good this morning. We're going to be talking local and, and national politics. Of course, we're going to be breaking down Thursday night's debate. And we've been trying our best to stay out of the, the, the gubernatorial race, right? Not today. Okay. Not today. The the gubernatorial race is going to be front and center on the table talk today because you know, like I said, I'm breaking out and you know what I mean. So we going we go we going we going to knock that out today. Okay, so I know I'm going to like that conversation. But like I was saying before, that right. Um, in Major League Baseball this year, we had three teams. Let me say three or four. Bam, bam, bam. No. Five? Let me see. One, two, three, four. Okay, four. Right? Four teams that won over 100 games this year. Two of them in the National League East. The um, Atlanta Braves and the New York Mets. Atlanta Braves won the division. <clears throat> the Houston Astros. In the American League Central, American League West, American League West, American League West, and the Los Angeles Dodgers, who ran away 111 games on that. Right? Three of them done gone home already. Only one surviving is the Houston Astros. 
And um, Yankees won 99 games, I think it was, or something like that, or 98. But uh, they didn't reach the 100 mark. So this looked like an upset year. Same thing in football. Yesterday, a lot of good teams. My Packers team, get run out of tongue by the Jets. So I know Tanya Singh. She's a big Jets fan and, and by Fela. Um, Winston Foy up in Queens. He's a big Mets and Jets fan. So he get a little revenge. I mean, because I like to tease those Mets fans because they be knocking the Yankee fans. As but Potter, good morning. Okay, we still alive. Right, we gave away a game Saturday night, but we bounced back last night. So we got a bullet game, do or die tonight. Uh, in the in the Yankee Stadium in the Bronx, so we're gonna see if we move on to play the Astros in the American League East, but the American League Championship Series. But so so we'll see, right? But um, Braves fans, Dodgers fans, you know, sorry, Mariners fans, you know, and I know I hoping we go ahead and knock off so I could join Ayo and come here tomorrow, man, and 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 set a dollar we eating from the same plate, right? But we'll see, right? Until then, right? The varsity team from the New York City area is still alive. And uh, we're looking forward to holding things down. Okay? We should be hearing from um, uh, Dr. Ty Camille Hunt Caesar. She should be calling in real soon. So she go. We have a, a little five minute conversation because uh, we want to, um, you know, talk about a little. Because I read an article where there's a. There's a there's concern about a wave, right? A COVID wave. Remember last winter was rough, was brutal with Omicron. So they're concerned about a wave uh, potentially happening um, 2022 into 2023. So I wanted to talk to her a little bit about preparedness, what we, we should be looking out for and all that stuff because, you know, we've been staying on top of this. Um, never said anything was perfect, but, you know, a little... Attention to details and all that stuff, and I think we we could be okay. Okay, matter of fact, when she comes on, we'll talk about our COVID numbers because we we have, we've been on a tremendous streak, right? The the um the data sample that was made on Friday, two hundred and nine negatives and two positives. You know, I kind of ratio of it. It's a hundred and four and hundred and four point five to one, right? One at St. Thomas, one at St. Croix, of course, St. John. Pitching shutouts and all that stuff, so that's just good. You know, we we going through a good spot, and let me uh, continue to, you know, practice um, the social distancing and all that stuff. Don't take anything for granted. Cause this time of year, for some reason, right, the last two two winters have been rough. Okay, so be careful whatever you're doing. She should be calling in at any time uh, now uh, to provide that edification that we so greatly uh, appreciate. Um, and like I say, nationally, right? Nationally, um, down to 8.5% now, positivity rate with the New York Times tracking poll. So that's good. And you know, when I look at these numbers and I see how we were, you know, up there in the high teens for a long, long time, as recently as August, early August, 18%, you know? So we are, we're holding our own. And uh, we can uh, do what we got to do. So, the Dean, Madam Dean, has joined the conversation. If you don't know, her name is Ty Camille Hunt Caesar. She is the medical director for the, the government of the Virgin Islands. She's also the founding dean at the University of the Virgin Islands a Medical School. Good morning, Madam Director. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Good to hear your voice. All is well? 
All is well. Yes, everything is good. Okay. How are you? Everything is good. Check this out before you um, get into details. Is it as beautiful on St. Thomas this morning as it is over here on St. Croix? Because it seems that way. It's a yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful morning. I mean, the the weather is good and the water is also like nice and flat. It looks it's very very peaceful this morning. It is. It is good. Good thing. Good thing. I like, I like to hear that. So check this out, Doc. If I could call you that. Um, of course. I read an article where there's concerns that we might be looking at a fall winter wave and i wanted to get some perspective is there anything we can do as it relates to preparedness of course we're encouraging more people to get vaccinated and all that stuff and getting boosted i'm looking at my my triple boosting uh sometime this week um talk a little bit about you know how we uh, want to stay on top of things and keep people abreast and informed uh in advance of the worst case scenario so of course. So I think um, a, the, a good way to look at this, because I think I honestly, like, if we want to be real, I think everybody's kind of sick of COVID. Um, even though you know COVID seems to not be sick of us, you know, and it still it still exists. We still have people who are passing away every day in the in, in, you know in the world and in, the, in this country um, dying from COVID related disease. And it is still true that uh, for you to um, have the, the the best chance of of not dying is to remain you know vaccinated and boosted with your most current um, with the most current recommended um, dose. But what I want everyone to sort of step back and kind of look at, or or the the way that you look at it is that we need to respect these viruses, not just COVID, but um, but the fact that um, that we have long uh, you know for centuries. Uh, understood that viruses, particularly what we thought was mostly only the flu, can you know can can have a serious can have a serious effect on us. Okay, and these are well, I'm just only talking about respiratory viruses. So I'm an infectious disease specialist by trade. So I know about all of the viruses, bacteria, all of these things that can happen. That's even like outside of respiratory illnesses, right? Mm-hmm. But the respiratory viruses is what seems to be. Um, you know, the most contagious, you know, because we breathe, we speak and, you know, and we can share these viruses among and spread them amongst ourselves. So instead of looking at it as like a fall wave for COVID, what we need to start thinking about, uh, you know, about is that there are all sorts of viruses that that can that can cause um, harmful effects. And as you can see, we we used to prepare and brace ourselves for pandemic flu because that's historically uh, what usually happens when you have these antigenic drifts um, and the and the and the virus changes so much that it actually causes um, really really devastating effects in you know for that for that year um, and and now what we saw was that with coronavirus and you know the, the novel coronavirus caused caused us to have the the pandemic that we were preparing for that we ultimately thought that may have happened with flu as it has in in history coronaviruses exist all the time and cause you know the the common cold but this one brought us to our knees right and it caused devastating effects so what i want the public to to look at it and and think about it is that is that we need to respect these, these respiratory viruses and what we are seeing this this season so far is that it's not only coronavirus that we have to worry about but we're seeing a lot of other emerging respiratory viruses that are coming, that, that, that we're detecting and causing significant disease. 
not necessarily people are dying, but um, they're getting sick and it's causing people to to lose work and you know and and just and just feel bad and and whenever you have respiratory viruses especially impacting children you know they have significant uh, effects on their respiratory um their respiratory systems and their bodies especially if they have underlying conditions like asthma which is very common in our territory so we are seeing uh, right now for this season emerging viruses, respiratory viruses that we haven't seen for the last few years because we've all been wearing masks, right? So now that now that they are, we, we kind of have relaxed with the masks, we're seeing it spread a little bit more. And now instead of having that sort of um, constant exposure, um, you know, that, that, we, that we've missed for the last two years, now it's like uh, the, the, our bodies haven't been exposed to these viruses for, for quite some time. So like the coronavirus, which we have never seen it before, it had like a really dramatic and, and devastating effect. They're having, a re- they're having a, the, our bodies are responding with severe, um, severe um, disease and, uh, and symptoms, I should say. So, so, ba- um, so basically, basically you're saying is the, you're asking the public, to, to mentally just, to mental to mentally uh, be, be be don't just be focused on how we've been impacted by COVID, coronavirus over the last better part of the last three years but just be more cognizant of how respiratory diseases in general could impact us Absolutely. adversely yes okay. because we are seeing um, more influenza this season and we are seeing circulating influenza a and b in the territory we have already been detecting it. It's already um, uh, impacted schools. It's already impacted um, children who have been who have been out. Of course, these kids, you know, when they have a fever and they're coughing, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, we're checking for COVID, we're checking for COVID, and they're negative, and they negative, negative. Mm-hmm. And then finally someone says, well, let me check for flu. And now, you know, and they're like, oh, they have the flu. People forgot about the flu. But I've been saying from the very beginning, pre-pandemic, when I was giving talks and conversations about how to prepare, I always led by saying you cannot speak about COVID without speaking about the flu, okay? Because it can do the same thing. And, you know, just like how we thought the flu wasn't an issue anymore, it's coming back. Hold on one second. Okay. We're going to take, we'll take a break yeah. now because we're there. Okay. We're looking at, and I don't want you to hang up. There's one other question that I, that I want to ask you. So we got um, Ty Camille Hunt-Caesar, the medical director for the government of the Virgin Islands, joining us to talk a little bit about preparedness for uh, the fall and heading in uh, to our winter season, which of course is a different type of winter. It's the most beautiful winter there is, right, here uh, uh, in the territory. So we'll take a break, analyze this on a beautiful Monday in paradise. We'll be back right after this break. Banking for your business. At Bank of St. Croix, our mobile apps provide access to business accounts on the go. And our merchant card services accept credit and debit payments anywhere, anytime. Plus, the online banking platform means your bank is always open. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallows Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. BankofStCroix.com. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important. So are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. 
Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. The VI Energy Office and the University of the Virgin Islands Caribbean Green Technology Center are hosting the first VI Energy Fair. There will be outdoor live demonstrations, interactive workshops, and leaders from the community will be on site to discuss what the territory is doing to reduce energy costs. The fair will be held at the UVI campuses from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on St. Thomas on October 15th and on St. Croix on October 30th. For more information about the energy fair, cgtc-usvi.org forward slash energy dash fair. I served in the United States Air Force and I deployed three times. So in 2017, I was serving as an Air Force First Sergeant. Our motto in that role is my job is people, everyone is my business. But unfortunately in that year, I would lose my own brother, Lance Corporal Adam Jackamick, to suicide. The majority of veteran suicides are from guns. I store my weapons securely, not only for myself, but for my family. Store all your guns securely. Help stop suicide. My service never stops. Brought to you by End Family Fire and the Ad Council. We're back here and analyze this. A beautiful day in paradise, and we've got um, healthcare, healthcare beauty on the next line. Uh, Dr. Ty Camille Huntsies are joining us. I'm um, talking a little bit about uh, COVID preparedness as we head into the heart of the fall. Good morning, once again, Madam Director. How are you? Good morning. Okay, good. Now, um, looking at our numbers, like I was saying, St. Thomas, right? We've been doing exceptionally well over the last yeah, over, over the last. Uh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. But, and I let you take yeah. it. I let you take it from there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, we, we we don't really look at the positivity rate anymore because, again, like I said, you know, a lot of people sick of COVID, so people are getting sick now and they're not testing. They don't go for a test or they have home tests. They test at home. They don't report it. So you know, if you you take those um, those numbers with a grain of salt, like that is what we we can report. So we don't know how accurate it is. The things that we like to look at most is if we are seeing um, increased hospitalization, et cetera, to, to, to track. And, but we look at both numbers. So the numbers are low, and the acuity levels at the hospital are low. We don't have anybody in the hospital on ventilators and presenting with, um, with really bad disease. So, yeah, so the numbers then looking good. Okay, that's, okay, that's good. How are, we, how are we making out at, at the school level? We seeing anything that we should be concerned about? Uh, have we gotten to the point where we um, can contain a potential, uh, you know, um, positive without having to shut down a school? Correct. So that is that 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 is the direction that with it, or that that is where we are right now in the phase of the pandemic. During um, whenever you have an in, um, uh, uh, an infection that is endemic, you are going to always, or you're going to see varying levels. At, at different times and because we have all of the therapeutics available to us and I say therapeutics and I'll break it down we have all of the vaccines available to us every single one um, that that is available from six months all the way up to 125 however old you are we have it available we have all the different types we have both mRNA vir- um, vaccines the bivalence as well. We have the Novavax vaccine. 
we even have a little bit of the Janssen vaccine, which we don't really we, we don't really um, recommend anymore. But we have all of the vaccines in the territory, and we and we and we have have it available for use for anyone who is six months and up, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we that's the vaccine. We also have oral oral antivirals mm-hmm. for treatment if you actually get sick. Um, we have both oral antivirals available. One is first line, the Paxlovid, and the other one that's fourth line that we, have, we don't use commonly. But we have it in case we need it. Mom, we have it, and we have five participating pharmacies, um, and they're both available at the hospitals if you're in the emergency room for um, um, to be um, dispensed uh, as soon as you're diagnosed. We have the monoclonal antibody that um, that is second line that we use. Um, that we that we infuse if you cannot take the oral antiviral. We also have um, the other medical countermeasure that's something that we use from Desipair for um, critical care management. We, we, we hold that. But we also have another medical um, uh, monoclonal antibody that we use for those who cannot take the, the, the vaccine, for those who are medically contraindicated or who might not really um, mount a favorable response to the vaccine, and that's Evushel, that's an injection, and that's um, to prevent um, anyone from getting COVID. We redose that every six months. So we have every single and um, therapeutic available within the territory. Saying all of that, I, I to say that we don't need to shut down um, um, places if you have if, 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 if you have illnesses. We need to go back to um, just basic respiratory etiquette and understanding that when you're sick, you stay home, and when you are symptom, when you have symptoms, you are most likely contagious. So just um, do the right thing. Uh, you know, wear your mask when you feel like you know you might be coughing, uh, or someone around you is coughing, etc. Um, stay home when you're sick, and do what you're supposed to do. Get vaccinated. Stay up to date. Um, that way, you shed virus less, and you're less you're less um, dangerous to your to your fellow. Um, community member, your your colleague, your family members, and um, take medicine when you when when you are sick. So we have all of those all of those um, tools available. And you know, once we once we do the right thing, we should be able to continue and maintain. And we at the Department of Health continue to keep up our uh, relationships and, and connections with the region too and jurisdictional um, plannings to make sure that we uh, are represented fairly and equitably within, you know, throughout the entire uh, United States. So we're not, we're not forgotten, and we, we have everything available. I, I, I hear from colleagues in the States all the time, oh, you actually have that? And it's so hard to get every shell. It's so hard for, my, for me to get something. And I just, I, I'm like, wow, well, I mean, we must be doing something really, really good because it's not hard for us to get, um, um, to get treatment to our to our um, community, so I'm I'm proud of our um, response, and I'm proud of the community. And I just want us to just be um, as as um, as cognizant as possible by you know with um, you know with with using best best practices, um, you know for pre- preventing any sort of respiratory illnesses. So overall, you, you feel good that from a resources perspective, we're in a good position. Absolutely. Okay, good. Finally, uh, monkeypox. Anything we could tell the public about it? Monkeypox is um, we are we are as serious about monkeypox as ever. And I, I, I mean, 
I just want people to be aware of monkeypox because I'm so happy to, you know, to, to state that we haven't had any monkeypox cases in the territory. And that's not for lack of trying because yeah. anybody that presents with, with any sort of rash, we, we, you know, we're like, okay, let's test it, you know, because we want to make sure that we don't think that, that, that we, um, that we don't think that we have zero cases that we do, but, uh, you know, we've been testing and, um, all of, all of the, 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 the test that we sent out so far, suspected cases, um, 20 out of 22 so far have been negative, two are pending, um, and, you know, those results. And so we don't have any cases, and which is good news because we have been vaccinating. Uh, we, again, from a resource standpoint, we uh, made certain that we uh, received the, the, the Genios vaccine in the territory, and we started vaccinating um in the pre-exposure prophylaxis format to uh, make certain that if we did actually have someone that 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 came that 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 we detected monkeypox with, um, that uh, hopefully that would that response would be and that spread would be very limited uh, because we would have vaccinated the uh, the majority of our at-risk population. So we continue to do that, and once we kind of get comfortable and, and, and say that and feel like we've hit the, the most at-risk community, then we're going to open up the vaccination to whoever wants to get vaccinated. Uh, we've, we've, we've done about 150 shots in arms so far, um, which is um, it's a two-dose series. So I think we are, we're doing very well um, for what we can do. Because remember, the Department of Health is doing this, and we are also trying to make sure that everybody gets their bivalent vaccines. We're trying to make sure that everybody gets their flu shots. What's, we're trying what? to make sure that we continue. Huh? Say again? No, I was asking, what's the spacing with the with the two dose uh, monkeypox vaccine? Uh, it's four weeks apart, twenty eight days apart. Okay. Okay. Good. So yeah, so we're at the Department of Health. We're trying to do monkeypox vaccines, COVID vaccines, flu shots, making sure children are making are not are not getting delayed on their regular scheduled vaccines, which is also important, and then also continuing services in general for um, the clinics that we do. So, you know, the clinical services, the Department of Health, um, I'm very proud of the team. Um, I'm, I'm very happy um, that we're able to, to continue to serve. Um, you know, we, we're, we're working now after having um, the, some of the surge staff leave us. So um, I, I know we, we pushed the, 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 clinical, the clinical staff a lot. And um, so, I, you know, I, we appreciate them and, um, and you know. We're just we're just doing our best, but um, monkeypox so far is good. Okay, well, well, we appreciate you and everything that you do uh, as a medical director, along with the leadership, uh, Commissioner Tita Encarnacion and the Ellises and all of you. So, um, you know, every time we reach out um, to the best of our abilities, uh, we you know we have a good conversation. So, I just wanted to you know keep the public abreast. Don't assume everything is you know absolutely normal and let our guard down so that was basically why i reached out to you and i thank you very much for making some time this morning appreciate that no of course thanks so much and you have a good day you too and thanks for always reaching out thanks without, for, without for making sure the public knows the truth that's right Take that's care. Right. thank you very much appreciate that that's uh, uh dr ty camille hunt caesar from over there in iraq so check joining us this morning so check this out before we go to the table talk um i need to Partially wake up my audience a little bit, you know. So I, I asked Danny Challenger to to download um, the quadrille anthem, <clears throat> dedicating this to the late great Bones Morris out of the West, not the not the magistrate, his dad, 
Ernest Boone's Morris out of the West um, with this uh, quadrille anthem, uh, Badman Jam. By the time we get back, we should have Doc's Cole and, and Rocky Leibold line up and Randy Russell hopefully joining us as well. So, enjoy the quadrille anthem, Badman Jam, and uh, focus on the, 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 the banjo and the saxophone. Enjoy.
Wow. That banjo is sweet. Mm-mm. Um, that is the one and only James and the Happy Seven. That song, right? As clean as this song today. In October of 2022. That was recorded, I believe, in either September or October of 1979. 43 years ago. And that song, I know the song system and the headphones. Look at this thing, song like a record last week. Clean as ever. You know, and I wanted to make sure I, I hear Bad Manja uh, at some point um, this week. So I, I crank it early. I believe we got Doc School uh, on, the, on, the, um, on the Zoom link. Um, and I believe we're we lining up um, Rani uh, and Rocky Labor. Doc School, you in the mix? If you're in on mute, take, 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 take yourself off of mute. Uh, dog school. Are we, we, are we taking a break now? Hold on there. No, no, no. We, we still, we still got a couple. We still got a couple of minutes before we take a break. Let me see if we can get dog school on via the Zoom link. Good morning, ducks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we coming to Good morning, ducks. What's up, man? Good morning, man. Everything is good, man. I I was listening here to man Jack. That mix is <laughs> awesome, man. When you hear that, you even hear the steel back there, the man. Steel, the steel, the steel. You, you have the sax leading, the banjo there, the hair in the steel in the background, man. That steel. Me, me, me. I love I love my rap music, my calypso, my reggae, all that stuff. But that 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 Quelbe music, the be sweet, and that song in particular. Right, because yeah, it got the right, it got the right kind of tempo, man. It's, it's look, me and like you know some songs, right? That the album that are um, groups and artists perform, they just record it perfectly. I believe that song is one of the songs that were, that was recorded perfectly, perfectly. Seriously, awesome, man, the mix, the mix, you could differentiate with all of the instruments. Yeah, man. There, man. Yeah, all man. Yeah, man. You could hear them, <laughs> but they're well blended. They're well mixed. With, man. Without, without a doubt, Ronnie Russell. Good morning. How you doing? You down yet? No, Ronnie, Rocky down yet? Yeah. Rocky, good morning. Good morning, morning, morning. Morning, morning. Um, numero uno en la papeleta de San, de San <laughs> John. <laughs> good, good morning, Armando. Bueno, buenos días, Armando de San John. They love city. Todo, todo, todo bien, Armando. Todo bien, todo, todo bien. bien. I like that. Bien. Did you get to hear um the, the that quadrille anthem, Bad Manja? You, you oh, get, yeah, man, of course. Be, of course. Be, um, yeah, of course. Be, um, soda. This thing, look now. One thing about talent, right? And, and we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to a break. And I want both of you to think about this, right? And this is the first question I'm gonna ask her before we get into the politics. Guys. Today is raw politics we're talking today. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I want her to talk about chemistry among people and how critical that could be and how that could make up for deficiencies in certain areas because good synchronicity is an attribute. We'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. With award-winning documentaries and specials, the BBC World Service brings you in-depth reporting and unique perspectives. Programs with a distinctive global flavor from the BBC World Service. Starting at 2 a.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1. Funding for the BBC World Service comes from First Bank. First Bank's digital bank offers check deposits, bill pay, transfers, and more from anywhere 24-7. More at onefirstbank.com.
El sistema de elecciones de las Islas Vírgenes lo está haciendo más fácil para que tú formes parte de nuestro equipo por medio de nuestro programa de voluntarios. Estamos en busca de personas buenas como tú que puedan proveer a cada votante el apoyo que necesitan para que efectivamente puedan participar en el proceso de votación. Puede comenzar recogiendo y completando la aplicación para voluntarios de cualquiera de nuestras oficinas en el territorio. Usted puede servir como monitor. También tienes la opción de convertirte en un facilitador, asegurando que los votantes que están votando por primera vez, los envejecientes y la comunidad de deshabilitados puedan votar con confidencia y acertadamente. Si tienes el tiempo y estás dispuesto a servir, hay un lugar para ti. Solo inscríbete. Si quieres más información, llama al 340-773-1021. Y recuerda, el votar no es solo su derecho, es lo correcto hacer. Right now our country feels divided, but there's a place where people are coming together. I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too. Love has no labels and one small step are helping people with different political views, beliefs and experiences connect through conversation and it feels good. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together. Start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. And we're back here to analyze this. It's Monday, so we got the table talk uh, in full effect, and we're waiting for Ronnie Russell uh, to join the discussion. We got um, Donald Duff Cole joining us over there from St. Thomas, the capital. And, of course, um, Armando Rocky Labor joining us uh, from Love City, St. John, arguably the loveliest of the virgins. You know what I'm saying? And that's coming from a crucian, so you must know how lovely St. John is. Good morning once again, gentlemen. Good morning once again, gentlemen. Unmute, unmute their docs. And I, I can't hear Rocky right now. You hear Rocky? Yeah, I was telling you, I was driving down and uh, the, the lookout and St. Croix standing proud, Puerto Rico, because all of them looking good, man. The visibility is buena buena. Yes, sir, today, today. And you, you know this guy? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> what do you know about him? To, to, to. Uh, Ronnie Russell, good morning. Thanks for joining the conversation. Good morning, the great Neville James. <laughs> <laughs> and Doc Scola, Rocky Day as well. Yeah. Okay, good. Good morning, gentlemen. And good morning Bad to the listening audience. Okay. Yeah. Rocky, you're back in the conversation? No, I just can't. No, no, man. Yeah, can, can, no, because you were talking to somebody and we were hearing it on the ears. So that's the reason why we had to shut oh, it down. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. R right. Rocky and uh, Ronnie, what, what I was talking to, to uh, Docs and Rocky about prior to you coming on, and I wanted to start with Rocky, is that uh, we were listening to Bad Manja, and the chemistry, where I was asking about chemistry among groups of individuals who are working for a common goal. Rocky, um, you know, you serve as Senate President twice. Uh, Ducks, you've been the Majority Leader. Ronnie, you've been 
uh, vice president and president, myself been majority leader twice and president. Um, Ran Rocky, let me start with you. Explain to the public, uh, you're dealing with a caucus, you're dealing with multiple personalities, how good chemistry could make up and mask some of the deficiencies um, that, that, that exists within a group of people who are in principle working um, to achieve a common goal. Good chemistry. Well, good chemistry is an important factor in anything, in relationships, in your own personal lives. Um, whatever you do, as long as it involves more people, that chemistry is important. Now, in groups like in the Senate, you, you have to, it reminded me of a classroom when you, you were teaching. You, you had students from all walks of life. The different personalities there, but you always have a ability to know the ones that you 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 got good vibes from. Let's put it that way, for lack of a better word, good vibes meaning that you know that these are the reasonable ones that you can work with, and so everybody has the opportunity to look at those individuals and find the ones that are more, um, you know. Uh, accommodating, you know the controversial ones, and they know those who just saying or do nothing, period. So, <laughs> you... No, no, serious. You know, so you, you you have to be able to take those, and even those that are going to do the thing, find a way to incorporate them in the activities, because, like, you know, in caucus, there's some people who don't want to put the budget area. They ain't care not want no budget, just Tell me when it's done, let me know I'm going to sign off on it. Those kind of things. Yeah, you know that. Exactly. No, 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 no. And let me know when we when we pass it around the paper so I could put on what I want in the miscellaneous section yeah, of the budget. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know that. You know the story. <laughs> that I, I remember that some guys who want nothing to do with education. Man, that's your thing. You go ahead and leave it. That. Let me know. You want to support to get to you. But it's it's important for you to have that and it, it depends on you looking into yourself too you have to look into yourself and all of us who've been president knows that the individuals that elect us to be president you look at us individually and say you know what i could trust this guy here with this because he ain't gonna mess with me or he ain't gonna do that and and so sometimes you come into the lesser of all the evils you know that too right oh, without so, a doubt yeah man yeah, yeah so, man. so i'm saying that I, I think chemistry is important, but I like to take it a little level better, and that's in personal relationships. In personal relationships, man and woman in particular, you know when the chemistry right, when you don't have to do like something, your lady would go out and next you know, she come home, she go shopping, she brings something for you. Or when you go out, you do the same thing. You're always thinking about doing the best for the, for the individual, maximizing the potential. That's when the chemistry oh, works. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I asked a question about politics. I rock you talking. Love this, man. I like, I like yeah, this. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. So, so basically, Rani, uh, Rocky telling us that reciprocity is a good thing, man. 
Absolutely. Better yet, Rani, unexpected reciprocity. It looked like that. that's even sweeter, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and he segued into that nicer, though. Yeah. I, <laughs> I like that. I like, I like that. But, Rani, you played, you played in, in Soul Busters. You played a lot of bands and all that stuff. Um, you know, not everybody is cut out to be a star, but there are some people who are tremendous at being a complimentary piece. Speak a little bit about role playing and how um, um, holding, uh, being a glue, a glue dynamic, not necessarily a star dynamic, at some points could be even more important than the star dynamic. Yeah, because when you operate in groups, as you mentioned, the chemistry and how people get along with each other, how they like each other, how they approach problems with each other, how they simply converse, talk. And, you know, I, I, I want to say this. Um, I had a good chemistry with Senator Lauren Berry. That's why she asked me to be the vice president. She asked me to be the rules committee chair. And she had... She had Ask me a couple of things. And one of the things is that you share a lot of common interests. That's a, a, a that's a underestimated quality. And common interest might be just you like music, you like sports. And the and we in the Virgin Islands, those two things and it's you know mainly for our black people, sports and music brings us together in a different way. So when you mention a band, I play in a band, Soul Busters. I have bands now, and the chemistry makes a huge difference. But a common interest in the same type of things helps you along a lot of way. And what Rocky was talking about, um, uh, people who have relationships got to like each other. Some people get in relationship and they they start doing things before they figure out whether they like the person or not. Well, in these relationships in the Senate and so, you got to live up to the expectations of getting along with people and forming relationships and then doing something productive for the people. You got you you got to hit the ground running. And if you don't hit the ground running, you're in problems, especially in the legislature and especially in, you know, governmental operations. Because when you hit the ground running, you got to be open to having relationships with anybody who could promote your goal and your purpose, you know? So that's what I think. No, I, I remember in, in 2012 when um, Rocky, me and Rani, we had our head handed to us in the, 2020, the 2012 general election, right? Um, mm -hmm. Remember the audit, the, the information about the audit came out a year before. Yes, yes and and, yes. and they had to take it out on some people. So me and Rocky, me and Rani were the two, one of the two victims. And one of the beneficiaries was a guy named Donald Duck School. He came in <laughs> into the 30th legislature, and he happened to be a majority leader. And and frankly, I, I want to ask Doc Cole this: You not only had a chemistry issue you had to be concerned about, you had a learning issue because you had a lot of freshman senators in that majority that you were the majority leader of in the 30th legislature so talk about about not only melding 
And Ronnie, go let me know because you're a vocabulary man. I believe that's a term, right? Melding, right? All of these different personalities to get a good chemistry. But the learning curve was a dynamic you had to deal with as well, Doc School, in 2013 and 14. Listen, 2013 and 14, was, I worked in the legislature, right? Like 18 years before I got elected to the first, my first term. And I've been among and witnessed some of the greats, Neville, Rani, and, and Rocky. Ruby Rouse, the great Earl B. Atley, Elmo Roebuck, the great John Bell. And we can go on and on and on, Lorraine Berry. I've, I've witnessed them and I've seen them in action, right? And I study them and personality traits, right, that help me. And I go to politics from my academia, the definition of politics that we use in the behavioral school of thought. It's the human interaction in the authoritative allocation of scarce resources. So the human being uh, is key, right, in this thing. And when I got in there with all of these freshmen, I knew, I knew some of them outside of the legislature. I knew uh, Myron Jackson. I knew Kenny Gittins. You know, I knew these guys. Clifford, and I knew Clifford, the, Clifford Graham, I believe, was a freshman at home, too. Yeah, Clifford Graham. And what helped me and helped us is my experience that I had in the legislature. And those guys looked toward that experience to lead them into, into the, you know, the legislative process. No, no, hold on a second. Hold, hold on a second. Don't be afraid to say it. Lead them into the lion's den. Because that's what the, legisl <laughs> that, that's what the legislature could be if you, if you ain't focused. You could, yeah. get your, you could get your head ripped off. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, it was, it was a, 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 a a serious challenge, but I think my experience that I've gleaned over the years came to the forefront. And in some of them carcasses, it was rough. You know what I mean? Because these guys really, some of them really didn't understand the legislative process and the ability to compromise for that common goal. And you had to take each of them at their expertise that they have yeah. and use yeah. that now to galvanize support. So let them speak on their expertise, speak from their expertise. Like I told them, I said, you are a fire, you are a policeman, you know that you're in, in... So you come at the legislature from that perspective, what you have gleaned over the years. And that was awesome. And before we go, when the 24th legislature under the great Almando Raki Laibod, the majority within the majority, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, 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 and knowing... <laughs> who you can trust at the time. And within that time, you you, you, you never you know who the majority within the majority yeah, yeah, was man. at that point yeah, in time. Man. Yeah, man, and we man. had some uh, volatile <laughs> members of that, of that caucus, right? <laughs> and I use the word volatile, and I really could, could, could expound on the volatile. No, 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 no. Rani will expound on the volatility. Your the joke? Of what could happen there because I myself serve as a Senate president, right? And and Rocky, you 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 were a Senate president of a beer minimum. I believe it. I was eight when yeah. when the twenty fourth started and then Emmett Hansen joined in Mecca. I was nine, right? I I I had eleven. Rani, I believe you had eleven too, right? When in in the 29th, right? 
and and I had eleven. And and when you talk about majority within the majority, you also got to worry about who in the majority watching you and waiting for you to slip up so they could be so they could tap the friend them and say maybe I need to take over for he. You know what yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's a reality. I witnessed, I witnessed the force of that, the force of that takeover. Yeah, with uh, Hugo Dennis them right. Yeah. With Hugo Dennis them. Yeah, Dennis V. Roebuck. Ben, yeah, Dennis V. Roebuck. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah okay. And I, I, I witnessed that. I was front and center. And, and, and you know one of the things is opportunity farm coalition. <laughs> That's what you're saying, Neville. <laughs> opportunity <laughs> to be, you create that coalition. Be, be, and you want be. to be in a, in a coalition where you have a dominant force that can bring order to discord people, and we had that people believe we had that dominant force people, that can no. bring out who can speak to any one of those volatile members and say listen meaning that with i you know i'm glad we having this discussion today for for <laughs> for one main reason but many other reasons a lot of people believe that after you elected to office rocky labor that everything is pralines and cream. They understand that, that Baskin Robbins don't sell Rocky Road too. You check, not just pralines and cream, right? And 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 you got to you got to actually be managing personalities. And yes. and, oh, yeah. and and for a Senate president, oh, yeah. for a Senate president, right? It isn't just oh, yeah. working in tandem, and we're gonna go to a break in a little Tell bit, right? It isn't Tell just about working in tandem with your majority leader to make sure everything is okay, because. As the Senate president, you've hired more people, so you have a greater responsibility, and, I, and and you don't want you know these people to be let down if they have to make a change within the majority. That's number one, and then number two, you're running the first branch of government, right? So you got you got like a, a triple role there, right? You got you got you got to lead, right? Make sure that the branch is respected. Then you got to manage all of the executive positions within the within the legislature. That's number one. Number two. And then number three, you're working in concert with the majority leader to make sure that the caucus is good. And then, of course, the most important thing, you're putting the agenda together because you want to make sure the legislature look good and ain't a poppy show. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break, right? Don't we come back. We're going we're gonna to drop one more Aloscuro. We're going to drop Aloscuro for GMZ them, and then we're getting into the gubernatorial uh, campaign. Break down that debate from Thursday night. The table talks in full effect. We'll take a break. Top of the hour break. Back right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Good morning, neighbor. I see you got your bumper stickers and your hat sign up, Paulie. Yes, I'm so ready for this election season. Me too. Just waiting for the info on the polling places and then ballots. What polling places? You mean voting centers? The election system is using voting centers this year, where you can go anywhere across the island, walk in, fill out a ballot. Just bring your ID. Really? Because my daughter lives in Tutu, but walk all the way by the airport and would try to run back home before the sun goes down to vote. Nope. You're no longer stuck to just your neighborhood on election day. Voting centers mean you can vote anywhere in your district. And the next time, try the early voting option too. Skip the line altogether on election day. Girl, you have all the good tips this year, man. So, who's going to win? Ha! Read my yard sign. Then pick any voting center. Just remember, voting is not just your right. It's, it's the, the right, right thing, thing to do. A message from the election system of the Virgin Islands. 